Welcome to another edition of Revealing the Diamond. I'm your host, Tiago Prem Singh. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Seed. Seed makes incredible hemp pants. They are super stylish, uh, made from sustainable materials, designed in Canada, made with hemp, made in Canada. And these are not like burlap sap, sack kind of hemp pants. They're soft on the skin. They're stylish. I wear them to skate. I wear them to do yoga. I wear them to go to shows. I wear them for everything. I can wear them in a punk rock t-shirt. I can wear them in a kurta. They're good for everything. Um, and they're good for the planet. So why not rock yourself a pair of seed pants? You can follow them on Instagram at imseed or check out the seedstore.ca and get yourself a pair of these super rad pants. So uh, first off, I wanna say a couple of things. First off, I wanna say, um, that the Patreon is all set up. So if you want to do video classes along with us, uh, or if you want to sign up for the online classroom, that all can be done at patreon.com uh, backslash Tiago Prem Singh. Also, my first book, Merging with the Infinite, A Transcreation of Japji Saab, is available. You can get that. Um, if you go on Instagram, it's in my link tree. You can follow that link to get yourself a copy. You can also uh, pick them up at the Dharma Temple uh, or grab one when you see me. Um, I have lots of copies right now available. Uh, the artwork is amazing by my friend Ryan Jote, and it is, uh, I'm super, super happy with the way this turned out. So if you wanna add that to your morning practice, get yourself a copy of the book, Merging with the Infinite by Tiago Prem Singh. If you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Also, we have a retreat on the spring equinox right here on the coast. Uh, just about a 20 minute ferry ride from Vancouver. A beautiful place, there's a thousand year old tree on the property. Uh, we'll do sadhana, there's workshops, there's tea meditation. My partner SJ will be there, there's plant-based foods. It's gonna be an awesome time. That's March 20th to 22nd. So you can also, uh, and I think that's everything uh, as far as uh, announcements and sponsorship is concerned. So let's get to the episode. This episode is called Guru is the Connector. Uh, we talk about the map of karma in this episode. We talk about the enlightenment principle being more potent than your karmic conditions. We talk about the differences between mind and brain. We talk about how yoga is the end of thinking. Oh, really? Is that even possible? <laughs> we talk about the infinite possibility in the realm of duality and the universal mind. You can tell this is a really cosmic episode. We talk about how you're not your thoughts and you're not your karmas. We talk about you having access to the connecting awareness that can see through the illusion of separateness. We talk about Yogi Bhajan's Netflix prophecy. That sounds uh, engaging, doesn't it? Just draws you right in to want to listen to the episode. We talk about the thinking mind and the universal mind. We talk about how Nam, the practice of Nam, the experience of Nam, how it bridges the perceived gap between thinking mind and universal mind. We talk about the arc line, we talk about the subconscious mind, some subtle yogic anatomy. We talk about how you have access to the universal intelligence. We talk about yoga being your thoughts, not uh, yoga being the experience of who you are, as opposed to you know believing that your thoughts are the supreme reality. And uh, last but not least, we talk about how thoughts can be useful, but they are not necessarily your identity. So there you have it here on Revealing the Diamond. This lecture is called Guru is the Connector. 
So check it out and uh, come to the Equinox Retreat. We'd love to see you there. Satnam. It's like, uh, you know, before wireless headphones, the white iPhone headphones, they get all tangled up. If you don't move skillfully and you just yank on them, they may come undone, but they may get worse. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people think like karma, you put some change in the barista's thing and then something good will happen to you that day. This is the most ridiculous idea of karma that I think about karma like think about how you view the world and then think about how the way you view the world is influenced by the way the people around you view the world and then influenced by the people around them how they view the world and then multiply that by 7.7 .7 billion people and then multiply that by all of the years that there have been humans on this planet and see that everybody's thinking has an influence on how you perceive reality it's really heavy if you think about that you understand but there's a cool side to karam and that is that the teachings say that the guru or the revealer or the connector to the infinite is more powerful than karam. So I would advise you to get more interested in the guru and a little less uh, fixated on your karmas. Doesn't mean ignore them. You can't ignore them. Well, you can try, but then, then it can work for the most part. I look at it like this, if you tell somebody that you uh, practice or teach meditation, uh, what do they say? I can't meditate. Why? Why do they say they can't meditate? Mind's too busy. Well, what about this? What about if you don't have a mind? It would be an interesting challenge. What if you don't have a mind? What if you have a brain? I mean, not what if. You all have a brain, right? So you have a brain, and your brain is processing reality, and your brain is related to all the cells in the body, and the cells are influenced by what? Past, right? Isn't everything that you're made of came from the past, right? So your brain operates in that realm. Your brain is constantly processing. Your brain in the realm of like, thinking uh, operates in two dimensions good bad right wrong this that on and on and on and on and on and and some people in yogic circles they get really hung up on this idea that Patanjali said yoga chitta vritti nirodha which means that yoga is the end of thinking but I don't, I don't necessarily think that's an accurate translation your brain's job is to think. Same way that the glands and organs in your body's job is to produce peptides and hormones. You see what I'm saying? So to get your brain to stop thinking, it would be like trying to get your body to stop producing peptides and hormones. It's absurd. So you can just leave that alone. Your, th your brain is thinking a lot, Good, you're alive.
congratulations, you know. But the challenge is, how much do you identify with your thinking as who you are? Do you identify with the peptides and hormones in your body as who you are? Maybe a little bit, right? But not fully, maybe a little bit. So where does the mind thing come in? Well, I think the mind is the universal mind. The mind is the intelligence that is in everything. The mind is the part of creation or whatever you want to say that holds infinite possibility. What do we know from science? That every action has an equal and opposite. That's science, right? That's inside the mind, the universal mind. And you have the capacity to tap into those infinite possibilities. It means that if every action has an equal and opposite reaction, that means for every challenge there's a... It's science. There has to be. The challenge is, is how do you access the solution? If you're only influenced by your thinking mind, then you have a limited perspective. Don't you? In comparison to the universal mind, your own individual thinking mind, it's important, relatively. You understand? So, so okay, there's infinite possibility contained within the universal mind. How do I gain access to that? Well, I'm so busy thinking. This Kundalini Yoga, so we have some tools. It's connected to the sick way of life. Teachings say that you can access the universal mind which holds infinite possibility, infinite possibility, even beyond what you think is impossible. Everything is contained within the universal mind that is everywhere at once, and you have access to it. You know how they say you have access to it? Well, you stop believing that your karma is who you are. And in order to do that, you have to connect to some great teacher. It's called guru. It's not necessarily a person. A person can embody the qualities of guru. But guru is a principle. It's the great revealer, the connector, the one that removes ignorance. You know, they call it manmuk in the Guru Granth Sahib. The manmuk is the one who believes that their thinking mind is the reality. Is your thinking mind the reality? It's a small piece of it, isn't it? You know, same way as your relationship to estrogen is a small piece of it. You need that. Or your liver is a small piece of it. It's important. You know, but not in the big scheme of things, how important is your liver? A little bit. Making sense? But they say that Guru, this awakening principle, can make you aware of who you are in relationship to the whole. Which means that if you get in touch with Dharma, some way of life. You know, uh, was anyone at Jai Dev when he was here? A couple people, right? What, what he was saying was so cool is, just think about how lucky you are to be alive in a realm where a Buddha-like being existed. 
like somebody who could actually relay some of this wisdom, that you are born in a realm where that exists. That's pretty sweet. And in fact, it's even better because in this particular tradition, it's written down exactly how to go about doing it. And Yogi Bhajan, he used to say, in the future, this is in the 1980s, he said, in the future, you're going to have a flat screen in every home, like this, he said. You won't even be able to see the back of it. And you'll be able to watch thousands of movies with a click of a button. Netflix. He never said the name, but he said that. And he said, the yogic teachings, even the teachings of the gurus, will be available at the push of a button. Everything will be laid out on a silver platter for people to experience who they are, beyond karma, beyond thought. And he said, will people do anything with it? No. That's what he said. <laughs> Lucky some of us are here to do something about it. So you can connect to this wisdom or this enlightenment principle that will reveal to you that your thinking brain, your manmuk, is useful, but it's not who you are. So you turn your thoughts towards guru, or we call it gurmuk. And how do you do that? It's called nam. And you do it when you come to this place. What do you do? Breathe in, sat, breathe out, nam. 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 And teachings say that if you do it, you will connect to Guru and mind will be revealed. And then you're not controlled by karma. You still have to untangle the headphone wire but you do it with a deeper sense of knowing who you are. Make sense? So, and this is the last thing I'll say and then we'll practice. There's this asp or part of your subtle anatomy that we call the arc line. And the arc line is like the database that stores all of your influence from karam. You know, this happened to me when I was seven. Somebody stole my candy and now I don't trust anybody, you know, whatever the thing is, you know. And you store all this information. It runs here from earlobe to earlobe in the subtle body, like a halo. And you store all this information. And teachings say that you can clear the arc line. And the way you do it is through sound current and through breath. And you replace the busyness of thought with the sound of the one. And if you call on Guru, Guru will treat you like a, the way that a servant treats a master. All you have to do is call. And then the challenging part for, for most people is, once you've engaged in the process, is to listen. Because Guru is constantly speaking, constantly, 24-7. Throughout all those years of karma, Guru, the connection to the universal mind, where all potential and possibility exists, you have access to it and it's constantly whispering. But you have to listen. And you know what keeps you from listening? 
your brain. <laughs> that's a trick, right? So, shall we try and... I think that's what Patanjali means, too, when he says the end of thinking. It means that you start to realize that your thoughts are not the supreme reality. That's yoga. They're useful sometimes, but they're not you. You know, Put your hand up if every thought you have is in support of your dharma. Nobody. Put your hand up if you've never had a thought that is in support of your dharma. Nobody. So it's useful, but it's not who you are. Just like your elbow is useful, but it's not who you are. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, it was an incredibly potent session, and I'm so, so, so humbled and grateful uh, for the gurus and for the teachings and for the Sangit, uh, the company uh, of people in our community who love and support me and give me the energy that I need to continue on. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm just feeling really inspired to go out there and do the work. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your participation and your attention uh, in supporting this podcast. Lots of love to y'all, and we'll see you soon. Satnam, Wai Guru.